0: oxidation numbers can be really helpful when trying to figure out when something has been oxidized or reduced. And there's some simple rules that scientists have developed uh, in order to figure out how these oxidation numbers work and how they can be used. Now remember, in reduction and oxidation, it's all about transferring electrons. So we're going to look for changes to oxidation numbers when you go from reactants to products. But of course, to know what the changes are, you have to understand what the numbers mean. So let's just go through these rules real fast, um, and I'll try and tell you an example of how this works out. Um, The first thing is that if you have a free element, which is just an element in its standard states, all of those will have oxidation numbers of zero. So if you have zinc metal, ZN solid, or oxygen as a gas, or bromine as a liquid, or any of the elements on the periodic tables, and again notice none of those have ionic charges, positive or negative, then the oxidation number is going to be zero and that'll be helpful to us. Most of the time, if you have a simple ion, the oxidation number just equals the charge on the ion. So, if you had chloride, which is Cl negative one, the oxidation number would be negative one. And magnesium, which always has a positive two charge, would be positive two for the oxidation number. If you had an iron three plus ion, then the oxidation number would be positive three. On the other hand, if you had an iron plus two, then of course the oxidation number would be positive too Now, the next two come in really handy. Oxygen is always negative two, and hydrogen is always positive one. Well, (laughs) all right, here we get myself in trouble. I say always. In reality, there are some exceptions. Like oxygen, there are peroxides, like hydrogen peroxide, where oxygen's negative one. And also, when oxygen is with fluorine, uh, fluorine is always negative one, no exceptions. So, with oxygen, and there are a couple of these kind of compounds, you can actually get into some positive numbers. But 99.9% of the time, oxygen is negative 2. And the same for hydrogen. Hydrogen is always plus 1, except, of course, there's an exception, to hydrides. A hydride is a hydrogen with a negative 1 charge, so that would have an oxidation number of negative 1. Now, this is the important part. The sum of all the oxidation numbers will equal 0 for a compound, or the sum will equal the overall charge Charge for an ion. And as an example of what I mean by that, let's look here at MnO2 in this example. Now you can see in the diagram that it's showing manganese is being reduced and the aluminum is being oxidized. But how did they get that positive 4 above the manganese? Well, remember that oxygen is 99.9% of the time, almost always, 99.9% of the time, negative 2. And there's two of them. So the 2-2 two two oxygen Uh, plus the manganese is going to equal zero. This is a neutral compound. So if the oxidation number of manganese plus two times negative two for the oxygen equals zero, you can do the math real fast and see that manganese here is a positive four. So that manganese four oxide has oxygen negative two for the uh, redox numbers, and it has a positive four for the oxidation number for manganese. Now on the other side, you've got manganese by itself. This is elemental manganese, all right? And elemental manganese like all the atoms that are free elements will have oxidation numbers of zero so your manganese is going from a positive four to a zero and the only way that can happen is if it gains four negative electrons that would allow it to go from positive four to zero So that means your manganese is being reduced, all right? On the other hand, aluminum on the left, that's elemental aluminum. That's going to have an oxidation number of zero. And on the right side, the aluminum oxide, the Al2O3, oxygen, again, negative two, and there's three of them. So it's like there's negative six overall charge. And those two aluminums are going to have to balance that negative six with a positive six. So that means each aluminum is a positive three. So aluminum is going from a zero to a positive three. That means the aluminum on the reactant side is losing three electrons. It's becoming positive three in the process. So the oxidation numbers helped us to see that manganese was gaining electrons being reduced and aluminum was losing electrons being oxidized. One final note on that reaction, notice how the oxygen is negative two in MnO2 and And the oxygen is negative 2 in the aluminum oxide. That means that oxygen was not reduced or oxidized, all right? It was necessary to make those things happen, but it wasn't actually involved in the electron transfer, and that part is important. So the aluminum, kind of boring in this, or the oxygen, excuse me, kind of boring. The aluminum and manganese were the active parts being reduced and oxidized. The atoms in hydrogen fluoride have oxidation numbers of plus one and minus one, respectively. These are the charges the atoms would have if the bond were completely ionic. The oxidation numbers on the atoms of the perchlorate ion indicate the charges they would have if the transfer of electrons were complete. Such complete transfer, however, does not occur in reality. So, doing oxidation numbers does take a little bit of practice. Um, the one on the left, I don't think is too bad. Um, hydrogen and fluorine coming together to make uh, hydrogen monofluoride or hydrofluoric acid, whatever. H, like we saw earlier, almost always plus one. And that's definitely the case here. Um, so, fluorine then would have to balance that out with its own negative one. Uh, fluorine in compounds is always negative one. There are no exceptions to that. But Anyway, you see then that the positive one hydrogen and the negative one fluorine, those go to zero. HF is neutral good to go. Now for the other one, it's a little bit more complicated. Um, ClO4-1 is a polyatomic ion and like always oxygen, almost always, (laughs) almost always oxygen is negative two and there's four of them, so that's negative eight. Now the sum of all the oxidation numbers equals the charge, so we don't know here the oxidation number of chlorine. But we have four oxygens at negative 2, because oxygen almost always negative 2. And the sum of those, the oxidation number of the chlorine and the four oxygens, in this case equals negative 1. That's the charge on the ion. So chlorine here, the central atom in this weird polyatomic, is going to have an unusual oxidation number now normally chlorine of course is chloride negative one but this is not normal chloride so if you put the negative eight on the right hand side it becomes positive eight eight minus one the oxidation number of the chlorine here positive seven all right and so that's how you can figure it out the only weird ones in my opinion are the central atoms and polyatomic ions but if you remember that hydrogen is plus one almost all the time cl- Uh, oxygen's negative two almost all the time, you're good to go.